0: Hey everyone, Calvin Yinchia. Welcome to episode 33 of Res Metal Podcasts. On this episode, I talk with Brian Ortiz, who is the mastermind behind Zambonti and Mortuary Punishment. Brian's also a member of Zabulba and uh, is a songwriter slash guitarist for Zabulba. I was very fortunate to have him on this podcast just because, you know, he's a very accomplished uh, artist and musician, and I've been a fan of Zobobo for a few years now, and uh, within the past year, just got into Zempontli and Mortuary Punishment. On this podcast, we focus more on Zempontli, and uh, if you don't know Zempontli, it is a heavy death doom project that incorporates uh, Mesoamerican... Shika or Aztec uh culture and history probably one of the heaviest bands out there to incorporate like indigenous uh, influences and uh big congrats to Brian for joining up with 20 bucks spin for the upcoming spontaneously full length album really looking forward to it just because 20 bucks spin is one of my favorite uh labels for heavy music out there just this year, twenty bucks spin put out some amazing albums that will for sure be on a lot of end of the year best of lists. Albums like uh, Gravesend, Methods of Human Disposal, uh, Ghastly Mercurial Passages, uh, Enigmatum, Deconsecrate, and there's also two more releases coming up this year. Uh, I think uh, next month uh, from Atrebilis and Worm. Heavy stuff. So check them out if you haven't. Anyway, I'm looking forward to the new material from Zimpantli and 20 bucks spin. In the meantime, check out the Zempontly, uh EP slash demo on Bandcamp. I'm gonna play a quick clip from that EP and then go right into the interview, so uh, check it out. I'm good. I'm good. I'm, uh, just calling here from, uh, Northern Arizona. Oh um, yeah,
1: man. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. And, uh, I you know, understand you're in the LA area.
1: Yeah. 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 I'm in uh Pomona, which is like half hour, um, from, from like right outside of Los Angeles.
0: All right, cool. Yeah. Thanks for, uh, letting me talk with you and, you know, doing this, uh, podcast interview.
1: Yeah, 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 of course, man. Uh, I appreciate you uh, asking me. Thank
0: you. Yeah, I've been uh been a fan of uh, a lot of your projects. Um I first got into I think I think Zabalbo was probably the first one. And then oh, hell yeah, yeah, and then uh probably like uh within the past year just got into Zampantli and uh Mortuary Punishment. So, oh yeah, hell yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah, those are those are still kinda new to me, but uh Zabalbo was the uh the first uh, of your projects that uh caught my ear
1: fuck yes thank you man i appreciate that
0: yeah yeah no problem um yeah i I made up some questions here so i I mainly want to you know kind of you know start out just kind of getting to know your background but then um kind of wanted to touch on uh because you know you guys uh you and zampantli just got um recognition by 20 bucks spin so that's that's really sick
1: yeah. 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 Okay, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. They, uh, uh, I basically just like approached them and, and, um, was like, Hey, uh, um, would you guys be interested in like putting out this LP that I got ready? And, um, they were like at the top of my lists of like labels that, that I wanted that I was aiming for. Um, so like I was, I was stoked that they were like the first ones to like respond to me and like, um we're like yeah like 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 we'd love to put this shit out for you and uh so yeah man i was i was definitely fucking fortunate i had to like go searching too long you know
0: yeah they're one of my favorites um just this past year like almost uh all of their releases i've been picking up um i think the most recent one was uh enigmatum uh i think they're from like portland yeah 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 that yeah it yeah, the- sounds really good
1: yeah, it does. Yeah, the, 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 um, my favorite was uh, um, uh, they put out that. Uh, how do you? Say, uh, I had to like see the names to like read it out because some of the fucking names are just ridiculous. But it's like so- Solitus or something like that. They're from uh, Finland and like, like just really good doom metal shit. And yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I got that one. Yeah, that one's that one's sick. Yeah, it came out about a year ago. Or,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, it's fucking, yeah, the, I've been a fan of, of that label for fucking, like, probably going on, like, 10 years now, and, yeah, they, they like, are, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, like, they're definitely, like, top of, like, the food chain in, in regards to, like, underground death metal, and, and I think even death metal in general, and, and doom metal, and it's just, they just put out fucking just just, just, you know, like, just classic yeah. fucking shit, like, just good stuff, like, good quality stuff. Yeah, and so like I was, I'm very fortunate to, you know, be able to get added to that roster. So I'm, I'm hoping I, I, I do them proud, you know.
0: Oh hell yeah! No, I, uh, I, I'm sure you're gonna, you know, I mean, for them to recognize you and, and put their name behind your work, dude. That I mean, I'm, I'm already looking forward to it, and it's, it's gonna hell be yeah. sick. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah, kind of yeah. going back to some Pontly, um uh i understand you it was kind of like your uh, like a project of yours like a one-man project was that how it initially started
1: yeah yeah it it initially started um as a one-man project i mean like i like um i i didn't really have any expectations or anything because i was like i just want to put these songs that i have written out and um i uh i'm not gonna lie man i'm kind of a fucking control freak when it comes to like music and shit so like like i didn't want to have to fucking deal with like any fucking drummer shit or anything like that or like jamming with anybody i was just like man i could just do this fucking shit myself and um so i i just programmed the drums and was like i'm just gonna just it's just gonna be me like a little side thing just just to just for fun you know and we'll we'll see where what, what happens with it you know and um luckily when i did that, um when I recorded like, like it ended up sounding pretty decent for like a lo-fi record, you know, and, um, or a, a lo-fi demo. And then like, you know, I was approached by, um, uh, Transylvanian recordings, so sh- shout out to them. And, um, when I initially just released the digital with, uh, um, with like a t-shirt or something like that, um, he, he hit me up James and fucking, wanted to put the tape out and like, it, I, I think uh, with him helping out and um, kind of, uh, kind of helped out a little extra kind of got, got like my name and, or, or like the some like name. And then like me as, as, as just writing shit by myself, like kind of got my name a little bit more out there in like circles that wouldn't, wouldn't normally like know who I was or knew what I was about kind of shit. So
0: yeah. How did the, uh, yeah. I had the idea of starting that project, um, how did it initially start?
1: Well, so uh, Shababa is basically like, um, I mean, it, it's me, you know, my singer, my drummer and our other guitar player. Like we're the core members, me and me and my drummer, like write all the music. And then uh, we, we write like a, a good chunk of, of the lyrics and, and and put together like like the songs. Like we're definitely part of like the songwriting part. Um and then our singer comes in he does his thing, and then we kind of coach him if we have to on certain things that we've come up with but you know it, it's a collaborative thing with uh, you know three different three different egos three different kind of uh head, you know, sometimes buddy and sometimes not like um so like there's a, a lot of different things that that we tackle with wishbawa with like um you know like just like personal struggles um you know uh our, our culture of course um more kind of like streetwise kind of shit, you know? Um, and then, um, with some partly, I basically wanted to just, I I wanted to sing like, you know, I wanted to, to, I had a a specific way that I wanted to sing and I, I wanted to, um, basically just focus on just like the cultural aspect of, of the music and not have any like uh, politics, no, no, um, no struggles, uh, uh, no personal stuff. Just uh, other than my culture, just basic, fucking, just like Mexican, fucking, and you know, fucking like like Mexica type sh- stuff, and and that's basically what I wanted to do. Just like honing on, on on a certain portion of, of the culture, and yeah, so yeah, like that's I, basically I it, yeah. what, what I yeah basically what I wanted to do, and then like like with the mortuary punishment stuff. Is basically just straight up like like street stuff, um, just like street hyper fucking masculine type shit. You know that like all my masculine energy goes into, into that that project, um, and this this one is a little bit more uh, like spiritualistic and um, still heavy and brutal. But uh, but uh, a lot of the focus was on, was on um, like the history the part. And, um, and yeah, the kind of spiritual side of it at times. Yeah. And oh so, yeah.
0: How do you, uh, how do you get like some of these, um, uh, like influences? Is it, do you like seek out like, um, like history books or do you like seek out like, you know, like, um, specific music or indigenous music or how do you, how do you bring that all together for Zinpantli?
1: Um, so, uh, with some of the, um, um, the, the folk side of it it's just um it, it's it's two things I, I'll listen to some kind of folk uh, stuff uh, that's um you know that, that that catches me um I'll read up on it and and then I'll also listen to to some of the, the artists and and some of the uh, the like soundscape ambient records that, that are put out um but then I, I'm also very like uh, I used to play drums too and I've always been a big percussion and, and drum head. So I, I just, you know, like percussion is, is a big thing for me. So I've always just kind of always had just drums playing in my head. And, um, so like, I, I add like big, big sounding drums over, you know, the, or uh, I should say underneath this, like kind of layer of, of folk instruments. And, um, I, I definitely get my inspiration from, um, just, uh, I mean, I, I'll read a lot of books and stuff like that on, on, on the Mexica and, um, other cultures that are like uh, um that that were in that that mess can you hear me
0: yeah yeah sorry okay uh,
1: yeah no it's, it's all good so good
0: yeah i uh i'm on, I'm on the navajo reservation and uh, i don't have the best wi-fi it's kind of kind of spotty yeah yeah especially around this time everyone gets out of school and everyone yeah, everyone's everyone yeah. yeah everyone's using the nah. servers so but it's all good i mean it's still it's just it's just a little spotty but um, but yeah, yeah, I was yeah. just, I, we were just talking about like how you were like, you know, you get, you drew like these, like, you know, uh, influences from, you know, the music that you, um, would listen to and, the um, like history that you would read upon. um, the mute, the, some of the instruments I, I heard on the, the EP demo, uh, you know, there's, I, there's like some flute and, uh, the Digidero, uh, I think. And, um. Oh
1: yeah, the. the the redo yeah yeah
0: yeah is that um is that you playing those or do you have to like you know find someone who
1: no no yeah that, that that's all me like like I've tried to keep it to instruments that I know how to play um because uh especially when I was doing the demo I didn't want like like I, I was like very like adamant on like no this is, this is just gonna be me I don't I don't need help like whatever I can do I'm gonna do it myself because I don't I just don't want to rely on anybody. uh, You you know what I mean? Like, and and I just kind of did everything like that. Um, So like all all those are are me. And um, so some of the other, like kind of like extra, like quote unquote, like, like percussion and like, so some of the sounds are are actually just me uh, uh, keeping time with both my hands, slapping my knees. And I just, I just layered it, layered it so much that it sounds like, like it might be a drum or, you know, (laughs) Well, yeah it's just it's just uh just me just kind of trying to figure out ways to kind of um you know make it sound cool and yeah. i mean you could make you could make anything sound fucking badass if you throw some fucking reverb and like a little bit of echo on it you know
0: <laughs> yeah i know it's it's cool i dig it it definitely builds that atmosphere of kind of like you know when when i listen when i first listen to it close my eyes yeah definitely like you know looking at the artwork kind of just uh takes me to a place like with like you know these like huge, like, you know, Mayan, like, um, you know, structures and ruins. And then, yeah, yeah kind of, you know, I I don't mean to offend you, but, but it kind of like brought kind of remind me about, uh, reminded me of the first time I listened to Nile, you know, that Nile, um, death metal band. Um,
1: yeah, no, it's, it's, it's funny you mentioned that because, uh, when I initially started getting into death metal, like, in like the mid 2000s, um, it was like N- Nile was one of the first bands that that that, that I really got into, and um, I, I always said to myself, I was like, "Fuck, I I love how they incorporate all the this like Egyptian feel in the music, but I want to do that, but with like fucking like at like like Mexican like shika Mexican aesthetic kind of shit, you know, or or Mayan, whatever, like Mesoamerica in general. Just I, I want to bring that same feel. Do that and I want to create like an atmosphere that that when you hear it and you think of it like oh shit that sounds like some like some like fucking like Mexica or like Aztec shit you know like so
0: yeah yeah hell yeah
1: same I, I tried to to do the same thing and then um, of course as I got older like I started discovering more bands um, doing doing the same thing you know or trying to do the same thing and kind of started to focus in on that and um, started to kind of teach myself and and, and and learn what it, what instruments were predominantly used uh, back in the day, uh, as well as like some more new age ones that are that are get that get thrown in the mix. Um, so yeah, man, just, you know,
0: yeah, hell yeah, always.
1: I'm always I'm always searching. I'm always searching for something. But yeah, man, Niall for sure fucking helps kick that shit off back in the day.
0: Yeah, in the Dark Shrines, that's one of my favorites. Yes, um, yeah, yes. so fucking heavy and like brutal, atmospheric. It's it's really cool.
1: Yeah, it's yeah, I, I think, yeah, I think my favorite is is probably Black Seeds of Vengeance, but I don't know. Sometimes, in Darkened Shrines is my fa- favorite, but then sometimes Annihilation of, of of the Wicked is my favorite, but it's usually between those three that that I'm like, like fuck this band's like, these are my, my three favorite records by them, and I don't know which one's my favorite. Some days it's that one, some days it's it's another one. So, yeah, so yeah great fucking band. <laughs>
0: Yeah. One thing I always thought was funny was when you buy the CD, you know, the booklet, it's like super thick and it's almost like, um, like, like all the essays that like, uh, I think yeah. Carl Sanders was writing for all the, yeah every single song is like, it comes with like five pages of like personal essays of what each song meant. And I was, I always thought that was yeah, cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought that shit was sick too. Cause like I grew up in like, um, I grew up going to like hardcore shows, uh, back then. And I mean, I still go to hardcore shows now, but like, um, I grew up going to hardcore shows and like a lot of the like vegan, uh, vegan straight edge bands would have these long ass essays, um, that they would write along. So like, it it wasn't anything new to me. And I I just like, uh, like, I was like, okay, that's cool. Like, you know, but I wasn't vegan. Um, so like it it didn't really, you know, didn't really do anything for me, but like when I would see that those Nile records and and then his essays on like the, you know, the, like like on Egyptian history and, and what the songs meant. Like it was it was just really fucking cool. Like, Yo, this is badass.
0: Oh <laughs> yeah. Uh and then going back to the to the you said you recorded a, a full album and you were able to uh get that out to twenty bucks spin, um like how uh what was the time period of you recording that full album? Was that during the For, uh, pandemic or
1: Yeah, yeah. So uh, I started uh I, I I booked two weekends, so it was a total of four days in uh, June, and uh, um, I, I I basically like cranked everything out except for the drums. Uh, uh, my my homie that that, that recorded me, his, his name's uh, uh, Roly. He um he works out of this uh, stu- his studio called Bright Light Studios, and he actually uh, sessioned uh, a tr- a drums for me and, and did a fucking amazing job. Um, but yeah, so we did that shit in, like, four days, everything, so, um, like, I don't know, when I listened to it, it doesn't sound Rush, so I'm hoping it doesn't sound Rush, but, um, there were times where I was like, fuck, like, are we gonna have enough time to, to finish this, or do I got, I gotta book another day, and I was kind of hoping not, because, like, I couldn't afford it, like, it was not in my budget, but, um, yeah, like, I basically d- did it in, in four days, and then, um, um, once I got, got the, the mixes back um um that's when I like I started like I sent it to, to 20 bucks uh 20 bucks spin and I sent it to another label actually I sent it to a couple other labels um but 20 buck was like the one like that I was like hoping for like okay I hope they hit me up first or you know um and, and sure enough they were the only ones that that did and I was like all right it's a sign like fuck
0: yeah <laughs> yeah oh. here,
1: like here we go yeah he 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 dug it and yeah and then we like just talking about like like what we're, what we're gonna do and um you know like like yeah well uh, so ho- 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 hopefully it'll be out um early early 2022 okay. so that's that's what we're aiming
0: for yeah do you have a artist for the um for the album art picked out yet
1: yeah 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 so um it's uh um uh this artist her, her name's Andy um she's from uh like deep in like southern california i think she's in san diego county um but yeah she's with uh, i believe i believe they're called uh AVS or uh, fuck i don't know AVS Longhart or or something i don't know but she's fucking sick she's on she's on instagram um and yeah she 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 did the uh the painting uh for the front cover and then she did um the, uh, like she kind of put together like a little sketch uh, for like the, the back cover, but yeah, she she de- basically did like the, the whole front cover uh, of of the LP tape and and CD, and yes. then um, yeah, and then for for the layout, uh, this artist named Dan, um, Dan Dan I think it's Dan Fried or maybe Dan Fried, but yeah, he he did the uh, the the layout and yeah, it, it it looks it looks sick. I'm just like. Completely fucking happy with how how everything came out, and I, I, I'm like very like just anxious to to get it out there. I just want to show people already because it's I'm like you know yeah <laughs> very proud of it and
0: yeah I'm not gonna lie I was I was actually hoping you would say Dan Seagrave did the artwork but it's all good <laughs>
1: oh man yeah no nah. I I would love that but he just unfortunately uh, um like I did I did the um, the art I paid for the art portion myself. So like, I I just wasn't in in my budget, unfortunately. (laughs) But I would have loved to dance Seagrave. But but you know also um um the uh the homie Andy she's she's a um she's Mexican. So I really wanted like a, a a Chicano like like indigenous artist to to kind of be a part of of that. So um like. Maybe in the future I'll do a Dan Seagrave, but but yeah, like I really wanted it to be like a Mexican artist and a Chicano artist yeah. or Chicano artist.
0: Oh, yeah. No, I was just thinking, like, you know, with the Zaboba's um, album arts that were done by, um, I believe it was Dan Seagrave. Yeah, yeah like kind of building that, build off of that. But yeah, that's all good.
1: That would be sick. He's, he's, a, he's an amazing artist. He's fucking great.
0: Nice. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, that's cool. You really uh, touched on a lot of um, what I was. Um, Kind of interested in hearing it regarding the Zumpantli, but um, kind of just going back to, kind of like just you in general. Um, uh, where uh, whereabouts did you uh, kind of like grow up, and you know where, where about whereabouts are you now?
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, I'm actually I grew up in in uh, I was born in, in L.A., um, but uh, I moved to Pomona when I was like two. Which I mean, it's it's not far. Um, like I said it's like right outside of it. And uh, I mean, I guess it, you can argue it's in the greater LA area, so to speak. It's definitely in Los Angeles County, and um, I uh, I grew up in Pomona. Um, I I've lived in in a bunch of different places, but uh, I'm actually back in Pomona now. Um. So, uh, but yeah, I, I grew up here. Nice. Um, yeah, um, I'm fucking. I love it here. It's just uh, it's home, and like I've always felt comfortable here. Yeah. I know where all the spots are and shit. So like. It's like I, I live in other places where I just like I didn't completely feel comfortable just because like I know I don't know like I'm just like a in certain parts like I'm just like a, a big Mexican guy so like sometimes I just stick out like a sore thumb and, and I I never like that so yeah um, yeah it's good to be back home and shit out here so
0: yeah no I I can relate I uh, I grew up about about an hour and 30 minutes from where i currently live now like i kind of moved around for like school and work but uh yeah, kind of yeah. just cause this is kind of the area i grew up in so i was just kind of drawn back to it when i wanted to you know find a place to settle and work for a little while and on top of that you know i'm just kind of i'm i'm pretty pretty much an introverted kind of person and so like being in a rural area really doesn't bother me you know like yeah it, yeah it's really everything's spread out here um but you know, I, I was actually living in Phoenix, Arizona, before, and you know it was cool with like all the like metal shows that would go on like almost every night. But um, I don't know. A lot of times, I just kind of felt like stuck in my apartment. But here, it's like I can like wander around for miles, and it's it's kind of nice. But
1: um, yeah, yeah, no, I, I feel that. Yeah, like like uh, I I'm definitely like I don't know I don't know if I'm introverts. I feel like sometimes I could be ext- extroverted, but that's usually only when I'm like drunk, but but even then, like when I, when I am drunk and I, and I, I don't have those like anxieties, uh, you know, in, in my body, like I just, I still only like to be around like people that I know or like my friends that I feel comfortable with or family, you know? So, but, but yeah, like I, I, you know, I don't like being around too many people unless I know them, you know, like, yeah. so I, I definitely feel that like, I just like I came home, you know, basically, um, Cause I mean, it's, it's, it's LA. It's kind of, I mean, if you're not, if you're not some type of like, like making some like crazy ass money or you're just a working schlub like me, like it's, it's hard to live on your own out here. So, um, I, I moved like back with my parents, but now I'm like, you know, like out on my own again, of course, um, with my, uh, with my fiance. But, um, yeah, it's just, it's just, uh, it's funny fucking, you know, life is funny. I mean, you could go on all kinds of journeys and shit, but you're always going to, like, end up back home and shit, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah for sure. And then um, kind of like, you know, when, the area you grew up in, um, like, how did you first get exposed to, like, heavy music? And then who or uh, what, was there a specific band that that inspired you to start playing guitar? Yeah, yeah.
1: So, um, I mean, yeah, that's, that's definitely complex in, in itself just because, like, um, my dad, um, was like a rocker basically. So he would play like Led Zeppelin and Black Sabbath. And, um, I, I was all about that, that, that shit, like Jethro Toll and, you know, old, like heavier classic rock stuff. And, um, I, um, basically, um, my cousin kind of was along the same lines. Like he liked, uh, his dad listened to a lot of like the, the, like Mexican crooning stuff uh, uh, or, or his brothers listened to a lot of hip hop and oldies, but like him too, he kind of was a little bit more like into like like rock shit, like like that we were into, and um, so um, we started like just kind of like listening to like like whatever like whatever was on the radio. So like um, like at that time, like like Metallica got played on, on the radio because like the Black Album was had just come out, and um, uh, Nirvana was. Like like pretty big. So like that stuff was, was was like really cool when we were like children, like you know, like fucking ten, eleven years old and um, or, or even like uh no actually no we were younger when when that shit came out. So we were like, like I think like six or seven. And then like when we started to actually get really into music, um uh it was definitely like like um bands like that, like alternative rock bands like Alice in Chains, Soundgarden, um, like Nirvana, uh big on like rancid of course metallica pantera slayer um uh back back in those days uh, though like we we we, i mean we're we're still kids so we can't really differentiate the styles we just know that the fucking guitars are distorted and it's just a little bit more uh, abrasive than what we're you know used to um and then um when i was in about like fifth grade or like sixth grade um we started listening to, like, more, like, like kind of, like, um, still, like, Metallica and Pantera and stuff like that, but started going more, the, like, the punk route, like, li- listening to, like, Bad Religion, um, Rancid, um, Pennywise, shit like that, um, and then s- still listening to, like, everything in the mixed, um, in the realm of alternative rock and, like, just heavier music. It wasn't until, like, high school where we started to, like, Go strictly like punk rock and like more aggressive kind of music. Um, Slayer, Slayer and Pantera were like the old, the, the bands, and Soundgarden too. Um, the, those bands, uh, I never, I never stopped listening to because like, even though like I was like trying to be gung ho, like punk rock and shit like that, like those bands, I don't know, I just, there was always something about them that I just never hated on. Um, but yeah, like, so high, yeah, high school came through and, uh, um, Fucking, we're just like punk rockers, and then we kind of made the transition into hardcore. Uh, and then from hardcore, I I, I kept going and more extreme, got into you know death metal, black metal, doom metal, and stuff like that. Um, when I like when I was like fresh out of high school, and um, yeah, man, basically just kind of snowball from there. Now I like I just listen to like everything uh, uh, under the sun, but like I mean, death death metal and and, and doom metal is like my you know like what i always go back to and oh yeah black metal i, I love i love yeah. black metal and stuff like that but was yeah there, man like was I, there a specific I, guitarist I, I or something that
0: inspired you to play the guitar
1: oh yeah 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 so um back in the day um when i first um like when i first like bought a guitar who looked fucking sick as hell um was a uh, tony iomi from black sabbath and uh uh Carlos Santana and, and of course, fucking Jimi Hendrix. Like I, I I thought they just looked fucking so cool. And then when, when I got older, um, uh, it was, uh, basically like, uh, it was, uh, um, the, the, the guitar player, his name is, uh, uh, Scott Krause. He plays in a, in a, in a hardcore band called earth crisis. And, um, like basically like seeing like him, like the kind of guitar that he used, I just thought was so cool. Cause they're like one of my favorite bands. And, um, that kind of inspired me to like buy the guitar that, that I wanted and, 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 and play a, a, or kind of like focus a little bit more on playing guitar. And um, of course, like, like uh, Kirk Winstein from Crowbar, uh, uh, another one when I was younger, um, Trey from Morbid Angel. Uh, but yeah, those are like the guitars that, that, that I like looked up to and stuff when I was a lot younger and then s- still do like, but yeah, definitely Tony Iommi and, jimmy hendrix and and fucking and actually um uh tom morello from from rage against the machine too oh, yeah. that was that was another one that was like um fucking i, I want to rock <laughs> Hell, <laughs> like like yeah. that shit i was like yeah this is this is my shit yeah rage against the machine I, I think is like the first band though that like um i like obsessed over when i was when i was a kid um like that was the first band that i was that was like that's my favorite band like no band is above them. Like that's 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 my favorite fucking band. Like like I had like literally like every fuck like like so many fucking Rage Against the Machine shirts that I could wear for like three weeks straight. Like I had I was covered three weeks straight of clothes just because you know they were all Rage shirts.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but, uh, shirts. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. So like that 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 was like uh that was like the first real band that I like obsessed over and was like a straight up like fanboy over um well all the other ones like i liked and i and i fucked with very hard but that was like the one where like i was like nah, do rage rage through and through like i'm a rage guy and well yeah, yeah man it is it's, it's a musical journey though man like that shit never fucking stops like there's a lot of fucking shit that like i'm still finding out about and still like listening to and obsessed over <laughs> there's a lot of those bands going on today so
0: yeah i know that's that's cool um yeah i was gonna say that rage against the machine um uh, I forget their last album um, off the top of my head. Uh, it was The Battle of Los Angeles. That that album yeah, yeah. I worked on the shirt. I was always blew me away when I was like in middle school.
1: Yeah, I, I, yeah. That's my my least favorite album. Uh, actually, their cover their cover album is my least favorite album because it's just covers. But like the ones that they wrote, that was my least favorite, but definitely had the coolest fucking cover.
0: <laughs> Hell yeah! And then, but I um, still
1: love that record, though. I still I still love it.
0: Yeah. And then, you know, you're, you're being from, uh, LA and growing up in LA, um, uh, you know, there a lot of like L- LA bands you mentioned, um, but, um, what are some like newer, uh, like LA bands that, you know, you, you would like, uh, listeners to check out?
1: Uh, from LA, I, I would say Teeth. Um, the, uh, my friend Rolly that, that, uh, played drums on the record on the on the new Sopali record. He plays guitar and sings in a band called Teeth from LA. Um really good just technical uh well, actually I don't want to say technical death metal. It's it's just like, like kind of more like dissonant kind of like death metal. Uh it has some kind of uh, like smidges of, of technical stuff here and there, but mostly just really good fucking heavy, dissonant hardcore. Uh I mean hardcore I mean uh, death metal. And then um our place of worship is silence. They're a little bit more like uh like uh on, on like the, the black metal side of, of death metal. Um but uh they're really good. Um there's a band uh I think they're from LA. They're called uh Siviris or Sivoris or Um okay. Okay. I got I got their I got their tape. I, I I had to to see what it like like how to read it out. But yeah, they're from LA they're really good. I think they have a tape out on uh, on Transylvanian actually. Um, it's really good, really vibey um, death metal, like like kind of old school style death metal, but like with a really like black metal kind of vibe to it, like with the atmosphere and, and like uh, the the cool like long like songs. So a little bit of doom sprinkled in there too. So good fucking band. Uh, but yeah, man, I don't know that there's a lot of fucking bands coming out here. There's like a, a hardcore band that I've been like fixated on lately called Zulu um from out here that 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 I that I fuck with hard and nice. um I don't know man there's there's just so, so many fucking bands from, from out here that are just fucking sick.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, out here um a lot of it's um actually I'd say um there's quite a few bands from uh, my area out here in northern Arizona, northern New Mexico area. Um uh, a lot of um actually uh there's a metal fest that just got announced uh yesterday and alien weaponry is supposed to play on it um but oh, yeah, yeah shout out that's alien sick. weaponry there they just had an album yeah. that came out today i was listening to it all day
1: um, is it good at the, that's that that maori band right yeah
0: yeah they sing in the yeah, Maori okay, yeah. language and it's kind of like a, yeah yeah like kind of like bloody roots era sepultura i would say yeah
1: kind of, yeah I, I yeah i remember them sounding like like like, like roots or, or like uh soul like the early Soulfly or uh, like ectomorph kind of like heavy
0: yeah. groove
1: metal type shit.
0: Yeah. They got, they got uh, little sections of thrash where, you know, they're just like thrashing out and then they kind of bring it back and start yeah grooving again. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. They're, they're sick. They're, they, I think this is their second time playing here on the Navajo reservation, but, um, uh, Oh, a band I was going to recommend to you. Um, I don't know if you've heard of mutilated tyrant. Um, no, no,
1: I'll keep them though.
0: Yeah. They're, uh, they're a Navajo, uh, black metal. Um, like, uh, they're from this area. Like, I think they're right now, they're kind of more focused on like the, like singing in like the Navajo language and kind of being more oh, that's, culturally, that's um, yeah, inspired. Um, but you yeah, know, if you look at them, bar. you know, yeah, if you look at them, they look like, like straight up, like early nineties, like mayhem and like, you know, Dark oh, fuck, Funeral, yeah. but, but it, you yeah, know, they're there's, sick.
1: A, there's a band, I, I don't know where, uh, in, in Arizona, they're from, but, uh, they're, uh, um, hold on one second. Hey dude, relax. Hey, chill. sorry. My dog's fucking tripping. My bad. It's okay. <laughs> but yeah, it, there's a band from, a uh, um, Arizona, um, that, uh, that I've been following called, uh, Homeland, I think they're called. Oh
0: yeah. 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 They're like from the, they, they uh, the I area. Yeah.
1: I think, yeah they, they used to be called like, I think Zerg or Zorg or. Yeah. 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 Yeah that band's really cool that, that that shit reminded me uh a lot of like like early mayhem and um shit like that like the old like norwegian style fucking i thought that shit was really good
0: yeah yeah i i, I interviewed uh uh he goes his his name is like ritual like that's his like uh like his it's stage name yeah yeah um yeah but um yeah they they put out a new like it's just a single song and it, it's like full-on like skate punk with like you know norwegian black metal riffing it's it's really sick
1: Uh Yeah, yeah. I I, I heard that. That that, that shit sounds fucking sick. I was like, yo, this is badass. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever whatever that shit is, I need more of it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I I really hope uh, they get more, like, recognition and, yeah, we need more material from them.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, for for sure, man. Yeah, we definitely need more of that.
0: Yeah. And then, oh, one quick question. So, I, I, you know, I follow the, um, the, I follow your uh, projects on Instagram, but... One of the things I, I noticed is uh, a lot of like um, uh, posts about Sopranos and uh, I can't say that I watched the whole series, but uh, <laughs> why should people, uh, my question was just like, why should people uh, check out the Sopranos?
1: Why? Okay. Cause uh, it's literally, I mean, in my opinion, uh, it's the best TV series ever, ever made. Um, especially if you like crime drama, it, it's, it's the best crime drama e- ever um, they basically, they basically like were the game changer for bringing big budget, uh, series to, you know, to TV and stuff like that. And, uh, it, it's just, it's just so well-written. It, it's, it, it's funny. Like, like people don't like, I mean, if you watch The partners, you know, but if you don't like, you wouldn't expect like, um, you know, like a, a crime drama to be like, like, so funny but like you you catch yourself fucking laughing like a, a lot at the show and just how ridiculous some of these people are but it's like this is how mafia type people are and, and stuff so but uh it's it's I don't know man it, it's just it's just a good fucking fun show um of course serious but it's got like everything there's like there, there's like it's dark uh it's, it's 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 dramatic uh it's funny there's even like little supernatural sprinkled in there um in some of the seasons and it's it's just a a really cool fucking badass series like i think everyone should check out
0: yeah i need to just start from the beginning and and go through it Um,
1: yeah yeah uh, for what i hear like a lot of people think that that like when they start from the beginning like it's hard to get through but like i mean the first season's great but it starts to like the show starts to get even greater as it progresses like season two, three and four are arguably like the best seasons in television history. In my opinion, it's just like the way it flows. Like you could literally like, like binge watch those, those three seasons in like, like a couple of days just being glued to it. Cause it's just so, just so captivating. And and, and like I said, it's, it's a fun watch. Like, uh, like I know it doesn't seem like, like Sopranos would be a fun watch, but it it is. And uh, yeah, man, I think everyone should fucking do that shit. So, you can hit me up and you know understand the memes that I'm sharing.
0: <laughs> nice. Yeah, I I've mainly been just watching a lot of like sports lately. I mean, I I watch a lot of like college football and I know is like looking for their new coach right now, but hopefully they can Yeah, you know, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: get somebody, just get somebody fired. Good.
1: Yeah, I I hope they do. That dude was fucking trash. Um yeah, and Clay yeah. Out yeah, I, yeah, my family's a uh we're we're all a USC fans so um for college football and, and yeah like it's it's been a rough i mean it, it's been a rough fucking like like 10 15 years but like it's it is what it is you know yeah. programs it, it happened and the whole fucking Reggie Bush shit like back in the day kind of fucked us which is stupid cuz it's like man just but that fool take some fucking money to feed his yeah. family. Well, now they they, <laughs> they
0: uh they're they're allowing players to like uh, profit yeah, off yeah. their likeness now. So yeah, he should yep. get his Heisman back and get, yeah, get exactly. that national championship back to USC.
1: That's that's what I'm saying, man. Like it, it that shit needs to happen because yeah, yeah, that shit it's just fucked up. Even when that shit happened, it's so ridiculous. It's like yo, like like what incentive does he need? Like he already wants to get to the NFL. Like what? Like, what more is giving him a a, a couple hundred, a couple thousand bucks here and there, to survive and feed his family? And like, how, how how is that gonna be much much different? You know, like, fucking a. Then, yeah, the, the colleges are fucking. They, they've been making making out on bandits or fucking off of players' likenesses for fucking years, and it's like, fuck off.
0: Yeah, <laughs> fuck the you, NCAA, the, the NCAA, and all the like athletic directors and college coaches, they're all, like, multi-millionaires and billionaires. Yeah. And then, like, yeah. the players can't even, like, get, like, a, a fan to, you know, buy him coffee for lunch. And I don't know. It's yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And, and you, you always hear the, those stories, too. Like, you know, like, oh, yeah, fucking, like, Heisman Trophy winner fucking is, is asking people for money or, or, or whatever. Like, Heisman Trophy candidate fucking can't even afford to buy shit, you know, like, It's like, come on, man. And these motherfuckers are are, are in their ivory towers fucking kicking back, like, you know, collecting all this fucking money for not playing football, not doing shit, except for just regulating, you know, what college players can and can't do. It's just, fuck out of here.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, (laughs) yeah, I always, like, remind myself that, yeah, like, yeah, these, there's, there's, like, just a bunch of white suits, you know, just, yeah profiting off this like badass football game i'm watching but uh, yeah exactly but uh i'm hoping usc can hire um uh josh mcdaniels the offensive coordinator for the patriots because i think that's how Pete carroll came along i think he was with the patriots and then yeah, he came to yeah, usc the and then just dominated yeah <laughs> um,
1: yeah he, he, the best fucking i mean in my opinion I, I think he was the the best coach usc's ever had but uh and then, yeah of course he he killed it after the whole you know after he left and went to the seahawks like he's and it's even today he's still killing it he's just a good fucking coach
0: yeah yeah, he's good i mean i i mean i I watch a lot of like like documentaries and stuff like that, but I think he's just like a really good like um like motivator and
1: yeah, every yeah. person
0: he hires is someone he personally knows, so then like there's not like weird awkward like, uh, a working relationship, like, every person that he's ever worked with is, like, a a good friend to him, and, yeah, he just, like, yeah, puts yeah. together a good, a good coaching staff.
1: Yeah, yeah, and, it, it, like, like, it, it, it's probably, I, I don't want to, like, like, make it sound, like, fake or anything, but, like, he's definitely got his own, like, brand of, you know, like, sort of, like, style going on, like, his own culture, like, the Pete Carroll, like, you know, like, him and his team are are there to uplift people, and I think that they're just they're probably just really good at at, at, at like you said, motivating the players and, and just just talking to them and, and and getting them ready for for these games. And
0: yeah, he's, he's a fucking sick ass, fucking sick ass coach. Yeah, oh man, I hope USC comes. Uh, yeah, I can get the right guy. And yeah. I mean, I, I'm a Arizona fan, and I mean Arizona right now is like a dumpster fire. But I mean, they just hired a new coach, so hopefully. Uh, yeah, this yeah. year is going to be bad, but next year we'll be hopefully winning more. Yeah,
1: that's hope so, man. <laughs> the Pack Ten or the Pack Twelve needs to fucking come back on top, man. <laughs>
0: yeah, I agree. Um, but yeah, thanks for uh, talking with me. Um, I won't uh I won't keep it too long. Um, oh, one thing I was wondering: can I? Uh, would it be cool if I play something off your demo, the some Potley demo?
1: Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. Uh, play, awesome. Uh, play, play whatever you want, bro.
0: All right. All right. Thanks, Brian. Yeah, man. Have a, have a good night. Have a good weekend.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Take care man. Uh yeah. Thanks again. Thanks again for having me.
0: All right. That was my interview with Brian Ortiz from Zompotli Mortuary Punishment in Zibulba. Yeah. Sorry. We got sidetracked at the end. I've been just watching a lot of like college football and now NFL just started. So I've just been pretty absorbed in that. And so, yeah, I just wanted to mention the usc coaching situation they're still searching for the new head coach and uh people don't know usc is like the premier like college football program this side of the country on the west coast so uh anyway uh thanks again for listening um and yeah just be sure to check out some um pick up their music on their band camp or uh you know just stream it um any way you can and uh, also check out some of the other projects, mortuary Punishment and Zabulba. And uh, I'm gonna go ahead and play a track. Uh, it's gonna be the second track off the Zimpantli demo. It's called Plamenali, uh, which I believe is uh, stands for the offering. So yeah, thanks for listening. Um, you know, take care, be safe. <laughs>